The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I gave them a toothbrush. No, you did not. I did. Don't be that parent, Sarah. Don't be that parent. They're going to hate you. But I love them. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life doesn't end here. Hi, I'm Cassell Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also mother of two. We're longtime friends and now mothers. Welcome to Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. Let's have honest conversations about parenting so we can define it for ourselves. While having fun, of course, along the way. Well, my kids are eight and 10 now. Chris, and I don't know if you are going through this stage, but it's all about what they want to do. Oh, we love that. It's don't so we? fun. <laughs> Super fun. Before it was like, okay, I was setting most of their schedule. We go here, we learn this, we try this, we explore that. Now it's like, no, mommy, we want this. We want that. Let's do this. Let's go there. Mm. So for me, it has been a bit of a transition to connect with them because it looks different now that they're a little bit older and they have such strong opinions. So what what are they into? Tell me. Okay, so Youngjin, to my demise, is into sporty things and video games. Oh, because you're so into That's sporty my things. Favorite That's your thing. favorite thing in the world. Love balls. Put them in a hole. Put them in the net. Put them over the net. Put them under the net. Put them through the net. The ball goes everywhere. Um, so it's just hard. Like... It's hard for me to really enjoy baseball, to be honest, yeah. and like do that for him. But I, that's kind of the transition we've been going through the past few years to really meet him to where he's at. So we, I, I do that. I sit with him on the weekends and play video games. I call it the stressful. The, he's like, let's play the stressful game, mom. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So you sit there playing video games. Yeah. You know, that is... Okay, by the way, this we're talking about intentional things that we did this week to connect with our kids. That's kind of the subject that we're talking about this week. But you know what's funny about that is that I was talking to Joey's founder, Christine Zilber, Christina Zilber. Um, she was in, in one of the episodes, previous episodes, and she said exactly that. She said... In order for you to connect with your kids, especially as they get older, you have to meet them where they're at. Yep, that's what I've noticed. They're not going to come meet you where you're at. No. You have to go where they're at. Mm-hmm. So if it's video games, if yes. it's sporty things, sporty things. And I actually asked her about social media. This is the conversation. The context of this conversation was, you know, how do you approach social media in a healthy way at that mm-hmm. age, right? Oh, uh-huh. And she said, you just have to dive into it yourself and okay. learn about it mm-hmm. and get familiar with mm-hmm. it. And if they love TikTok, you're on TikTok now mm-hmm. and you have to learn it. So you understand what they're into and you that could, yeah, you could get familiar with it. And so you're doing exactly that with video games and balls. sports and balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of balls. Okay. That's so interesting. If I, I, that makes a lot of sense actually, because I, especially with social media, if you aren't kind of with it, I think the the gap becomes quite large absolutely. really quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Because I also see this since I am on TikTok and I have a lot of younger followers now. Some, so I had this experience where these young kids that were about probably nine or ten years old, they came up to me and at a resort and they kept following me 
at the hotel. And their parents, who were my age, felt very much embarrassed. Right? And they came up to me and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, our kids are obsessed with TikTok. And obviously you're on TikTok. And I'm like, it's totally fine. But what fascinated me about this whole dynamic was the fact that the parents knew that their kids were on TikTok, but they had no idea what TikTok was mm-hmm. about. And for me, that's a red flag because, look, you know, if you decide that your kids are allowed to be on TikTok at that age, that's on you, right? And But that's also your responsibility to kind of learn about it and make sure it's a safe place for them, right? Yeah, I mean, why would they let them be on TikTok if they don't know what it is, though? I don't know, because that's what all the other kids are doing, right? And they just kind of follow what their friends are doing, Yeah, I'm not really into all the people are doing it kind of justification. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of parents do that because especially if they're too busy, they just like ask them, their friend's mom and their friend's mom will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, my kid's on it too. It's fine, you know? Yeah, but I think it's different, like, to let them have an entire app where they're being constantly marketed to and bombarded with versus, like, oh, everybody's doing, like, everybody's getting ice cream or something, right? Like, I feel like if you're going to let your kid have the TikTok app and have exposure to it, like, shouldn't there be some sort of understanding of what you're letting them do? Or is that not happening? I mean, I I think we should do a totally separate episode on just, social media and kids alone but your point is that is something that the the parents should be doing to connect with their kids if they're on tiktok or what you again kind of doing what you're doing which is like you're meeting them where they're at so it's like you are learning about this game you're actually playing the game the stressful call it what it is yeah (laughs) which also kind of brings me to one intentional thing that i did this week where i have been doing to connect with the kids. My kids are not into video games yet, but they're really into this thing called Just Dance, which is technically a video game. Oh, uh-huh. uh, but we don't have the video game. We just have it on like on our YouTube thing on the TV, so we play it and they're really into like learning the dances, and it's really fun for me too. <laughs> oh. So right now they're really into Blackpink, which I have a girl crush on Blackpink, so I'm not mad about that. So we do the do-do-do song (laughs) every night on Just Dance. And even Colette, she has a dance memorized. And they're just so into it. Mm. And they get really excited about it. And that's one thing that we do immediately right after school because it just kind of... I'm able to connect with them immediately, right? Like we're able to have fun immediately doing an activity together that they want to do. And that's something that has been built into my... My schedule now is doing yeah. Blackpink dances I after love school. That. <laughs> Case in point is that you just have to meet them where where they want to be at, yeah. and they get so excited so if you're happy. down to do it. So happy, and yeah. you don't even have to do it for an hour. No. If you just do it for 15, 20 minutes, they feel so connected with you, and they just have better afternoons, and yeah. they're better listeners at the end of the day, and they are just more happy to do you know more of the things like homework and whatever needs to get done the rest of the afternoon. And I think that's the most important part that we oftentimes forget is that kids just want undivided attention just for a few minutes. It's not like they need a full day with you. They just need a few minutes of undivided attention when you're not on the phone and you're just doing what they want to do. Because for the most part, kids are always told what to do throughout the day and they don't really get that freedom. Yeah. Yeah. We also went out to dinner this last Friday and I've been 
really cautious about outdoor dining with our kids just mm-hmm. because of what's going on. And I just, this whole time I'm like, it's just not really even worth to take those risks. But we did go out for a family dinner. We went sushi in, in our town and we were so excited. It's so hard to get a table at that little tiny restaurant, especially because they have more regulations these days. Mm-hmm. But we finally had a little table and we just sat and it was so nice just to be out just having a meal together because we haven't done that in a long time and when we're home i'm always like serving cleaning up glaring at them if they're gonna (laughs) finish their food how much they're gonna spill because you know who's cleaning that up after and i'm just always like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and they're just telling jokes about big nate which is like a a graphic novel and i have to hear all the jokes all day and laugh like (laughs) like it's super funny (laughs) The honest reactions you have to give your children these days. You're just like, uh. I'm like, oh my god, that was so funny. I mean, it's funny, but maybe not the twentieth time, and maybe not at like seven p.m. when I'm so exhausted and thinking about everything they spill. So it was really nice, so lovely dinner, just to be out and be present, which is something we did this week, and I, we hadn't really done because I was just, you know, always being extra cautious. All right, guys, it is here. The holidays are just around the corner. I mean, I cannot believe it. And I promised myself this year that I'm going to get ahead of everyone else and actually enjoy the holidays for what it is and worrying about last minute gifts. I mean, trust me, I've been there and done that too many times. Holidays are all about coming together with our loved ones and taking an active role in creating magic for the season. And I'm a true believer that memories are created from doing things instead of buying things. So whether it's cutting paper snowflakes, gluing sticky ornaments, or kneading holiday cookie dough, creating these things together actually create the memories for the holidays. Sure, we can buy ornaments, but isn't building your own so much more awesome? So this year, KiwiCo wants to invite you and your family to make the holidays a little less prepackaged and a little more hands-on, which I love. And of course, all while learning a thing or two along the way. So as you guys know, I've been talking about KiwiCo for a while now. My daughters and I have been using it for many, many months now, and we are obsessed. I mean, I've kind of lost track of how many boxes that we've done, but we still cannot get enough. And the most recent one that I did with my daughter, Chloe, was a pinball machine crate. And oh my gosh, it was so much fun. And she was just so astonished by the end of the project. We made everything from the board to the actual game in itself. We played with angles and momentum and the look on Chloe face when she finished the project was seriously so priceless. She was so proud of herself that she did it on her own with, of course, a little help from me, but it's a prized possession in her room. Now, no one can touch it. It's like on the top corner of her shelf. We also just got the walking robot crate, which we are so excited about to try. I love that KiwiCo allows kids to become so proud of their own creation and really value the process. So your child can get super cool hands-on science and art and geography projects delivered right to their door every single month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. And I promise you guys, the day that the box arrives, that will be their favorite day of the month. I mean, at least it is for my kids. And you'll also be surprised at how high quality the materials are too. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. As a busy parent, I know it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. So let KiwiCo do the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time. 
So this holiday, don't just teach kids how to buy, but teach them how to build. Give them a gift of hands-on holiday with a KiwiCo subscription and celebrate a love for hands-on learning all year long. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BUMO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Promo code BUMO, B-U-M-O. As a parent, do you ever wish someone could just whisper some realistic and trustworthy support in your ear and not make you feel awful for not having all the answers? Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm Dr. Aliza Pressman, developmental psychologist, parent educator, clinical professor, and I'm a mom. My goal is to make your parenting journey less overwhelming and a lot more joyful. Please join me every Friday for new episodes of Raising Good Humans. I think we kind of forgot how out or not even outdoor, just like dining outside of your own home yeah. is like, because for the past two years, it's been at home. At home, it's right? cooking or takeout. Yeah. And it's, it's quite exciting when you're able to not be in your own home with your kids and you're able to take them out. And although I have to say with Colette at her age right now, it's a little challenging because she has a lot of demands and she's going through this thing right now where if you don't get it right, then she just like goes on the floor crying. Mm. She's at that. Mm. Chloe went through this, I remember. Super fun stage. Yeah. So I have to be a little bit more cautious of, and I have to plan around taking her out, making sure I know that she's going to like the food so she doesn't flip out. Yeah. But we did that the other day and it was really nice. Yeah. I think it's nice for us too, because then we're more present instead of thinking about yeah. Like, you know, the cleaning and like, are they eating and did they serve and did they have enough broccoli or whatever? So it's nice. So another thing that I've been doing, and this is not new, I, I've, I've talked about this before, but I do this thing at the end of the day because I actually started it because Chloe, I've realized is she internalizes a lot and she doesn't really speak her mind unless you ask her. Mm-hmm. And even when you ask her, it's hard to get it out of her. And so at the end of the day, I always end the day with something called feelings. And that's how it started off is, which is I'm going to share a feeling, you're going to share a feeling, and we're going to talk about our favorite part of the day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so we've been doing that for years now. And it's it's just become habitual for us. But what I realize is that it's become a thing where we have to share something positive, mm-hmm. right? But then I don't want this place to be a place where it's just like, oh, I can only share the good things. I want it to be a safe place for her to be able to be very vulnerable and to be able to share something that didn't go that well. We're still working on it, but we call it the rose and the thorn now. I actually learned it from another mom. So like one one rose, which is like a good thing, and one thorn. Mm. Because I I want her to know that it's okay to have bad feelings too. That's part of it. Yeah, I love that. Um, Well, even just the whole concept of bad feelings is so, like, can be so reducing. Like, because... Something I've learned too with the kids is that they are already like whole people and they have all of the emotions, the good and the bad ones, right? And like sometimes we associate like the bad feelings with whatever it may be the that day, whether it's jealousy or anger or frustration or like these emotions or reactions that we quote unquote label as negative. But I've learned that 
they're supposed to have all of these emotions. Yeah. They're supposed to be able to express them. And I think our job is to give them words and help them give, be able to sort of identify them, yeah. right? And then let them sort of express themselves through it. And I love that you do that with, with her so that she can she can just talk to you about yeah. the good and the bad. And actually, especially about the bad because sometimes, and a lot of things with the bad emotions, quote, unquote, bad emotions, they, are, they, they don't always look like outbursts and defiance mm. right sometimes no. they're more internal and i think that those are the ones that we want to watch out for because sometimes it's easier when they're having the bigger ones because yeah. then you're like we know she's frustrated or feeling jealous or left out or angry but it's really the little ones i'm so glad that you can have that yeah that talk with her yeah no and i feel like i'm a lot like her mm. because i internalized a lot as a child mm. my parents always told me that even though I was technically, quote unquote, the good child, like I never did anything bad or wrong, but they were more frustrated with me than my sister. My sister was like crazy. She was like a party animal, <laughs> just a rager, right? <laughs> but they said that at least they knew what was going exactly. on in her world, yeah. right? With yeah. me, because I was so quiet all yeah. the time and yeah. I internalized my feelings, they never knew what I was thinking or feeling. And I was like, oh, dang, I just gave birth to my own own self <laughs> we do that yeah because that's no how, but it's that's great that you is. know that about yourself and then you can see that in in chloe yeah yeah so whereas can, like the other colette is like i was mad i was happy I was, like she's yeah. three she's and so she's verbal. like so yeah. verbal yeah. so expressive yeah but yeah we do that every night mm-hmm. and i just want to make sure that there's a safe space for her, we're kind of still going working through that because right now she's just like, I don't want to share, and I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah, I'll still share mine. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. love that. If you start sharing, then they can. I mean, that has worked with us. That they are like, oh, I can talk about these things yeah. and these feelings and these emotions too, because yeah. mommy talks about it. I love that. Well, it's so funny that you share that. That's part of the, some of the things you do to connect with your kids, because one of mine is too. At the end of the night, at the end of the day, in the evening, I kind of spend time with them separately I spend a little bit of time with my daughter and then I spend a little bit of time with my son we used to take turns like Mm. my husband would handle manage my daughter and I would do my son Uh but then I kept missing out on also spending time with my daughter so we now kind of we do both. We like, I'll start with my son and my husband will spend time with my daughter and then we'll switch. Uh, and uh. so I've re- noticed that being consistent doing that really has deepened our relationship just to share about our day. Like you said, kind of pray over them if, you know, we want to do that in the evening and then let them kind of just relax and rest in your in you like yeah. just that they know that you're there for them. Mm-hmm. And so we do that too. I love that. And so how long does bedtime look like for you guys if you're doing it's a long it's a long time (laughs) like that sounds like a lot of and we actually do all our reading and all but we do it it's maybe like i mean not that long but 30 to 45 minutes yeah yeah because we do i do take at least like 20 minutes per kid and sometimes it goes much longer because i just really treasure because once they open up they do want to talk a lot more there are days like that some days are like well i just want to go to bed but if there are days where they're just a little extra chatty, I really like to catch those days. And that's really when I hear all of these things like, my feelings are hurt, doesn't want to play with me. Or sometimes she's like, I don't want to play with that girl anymore. And I'm like, okay. Or, Isn't it funny that like in the evening it all comes out? It all comes out. Always. Yeah. yeah. There's something magical about the 
nighttime routine. Well, they don't want to go to sleep either. <laughs> yeah. They're like, how can I keep mommy yeah. Yeah. and daddy up for a little longer? I'm just going to start talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah, I think it's really healthy. I think, you know, creating habits in the evening yeah. or even in the morning too. But, you know, it's something that they can look forward to and something that hopefully they'll even continue as they get older. What I'm struggling with right now is like Chloe and Colette, they both want me. Mm. But obviously with my situation right now, I can only do one at a time. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes I will read a book to Chloe Mm -hmm. and then Colette, you know, my mom or whoever's helping me that day will be reading the book to her. And I was able to get away with it for a while because Colette was so little. And we're always like, oh, she's so little. It's fine. But now she's like, no, I want mommy. And so I'm like, how am I, like, I need to figure out how I can do both, right? They, they sleep in separate bedrooms? They sleep in on a bunk bed, but they don't want to, they want me to do it on each level. Yeah. But then when I'm with Chloe, then Colette gets jealous. When I'm with Colette, Chloe gets jealous. Can you guys so. all squish into one little bed or not really? They don't like that? No, they don't want that. <laughs> they just want you to suffer. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Basically. Well, I love that you're figuring it out for your situation and yeah. they're getting their mommy time and that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, they are. Another thing that I've been doing, and this isn't every day because it just depends on my workload, is I do, so we live right by a park and we could walk to that park, which has been really nice. And so what we used to do as like a family was go out on the weekend for a stroll, like on the bikes or whatever. But now right before dinner, we just walk to the park. I leave my phone at home. I mean, my mom's always like, you should bring your phone just in case. But I'm like, no, I'm going to leave it at home. It's fine. It's like right down the street from us. I love that. And we just spend the evening there like for 30 minutes. And that's it. Yeah. And it's been a part of our night, like our wind down routine. And the kids love it because Mm -hmm. they know that I'm not on my phone. They know I'm not working and we're outdoors. And it's been pretty like a magical moment for us. So we've been doing that at least like two to three times a week. I love that, Chris. It's so good that you really are intentional with your time with your children. And that's, I want to say that, and I'm sure like listeners are probably trying to figure out maybe what this might look like for them, just building intentional routines for their children. But let me tell you, 10 years in it, it makes a huge difference. It, Mm. It actually does make a difference. It actually does create intentional time in the day to connect with your kid. If you're doing the dancing, if you're doing brawlers, basketball, whatever (laughs) it may be. We're going to make that a thing, a sport, brawlers, basketball. Yes, it's it's so meaningful to them. And you think it's such a like a small thing because in the day it feels like a small thing because you're like, no, I need to fill out the form. I need to get them to karate. I need to do the thing. I need to... But I, it actually, as cumulative, like in the years, it makes a huge difference. It does. Yeah. And it also reminds me of when I went to your house the other day and uh, Chloe and Sophia were about to have like a play date. And then your husband was like, Sophia, you need to go for a run with me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's their thing, right? That's kind of their that. way yeah. of connecting, spending time, spending together. time together. Yeah. Can you explain to <laughs> listeners what your husband does oh my husband i love him so much he is like the rock of our family he is so smart and 
like just so sophisticated and charismatic to me and just like a solid man, you know? Very solid, all solid. <laughs> He's really into working out. It's just, he finds release, he finds it to be healthy. He's a bit of an older dad, so sometimes that's important to him. He's like, I need to stay really fit and young and healthy so that I can, you know. By the way, he could murder like <laughs> all, all the teenagers, all the guys in the 20s and 30s. Yeah. I mean, this guy's like training to be in a triathlon or something. Yeah. He could do it with his eyes closed, yeah. honestly. But he, so he, that's part of like, his lifestyle and like what he wants to do with the kids he wants he takes them to, to run he taught them how to ride a bike i was gonna wait to teach them how to ride a bike until they were 10 but no he got it done when they were three he's just very active and he finds a lot of pleasure in that and so yeah he has our kids run. like through covid he had all of our family running i've never ran in my <laughs> life I know. Oh when I heard God. that you were running, I was like, what do you it's mean? interesting. <laughs> to the store for sale at Bloomingdale's? No, I just, I never, and actually, I never thought I could run because I'm not a sporty person. I'm like, there's no way I can run a mile. That sounds so far. But he was really good about getting, he's just really into keeping us healthy because it's really important to him. He, we joke that we ask like, where are your gold medals? With how much he trains, he should be in some sort of he should be Olympics. In, he's an game. Olympian. But there are no medals, but we just joke and we give him a hard time about it. But obviously we really appreciate that about him. But yeah, you will find randomly that Sophia has to go running for a mile at 4 p.m. in the afternoon after school. Yeah, before her play date. Before her play date. <laughs> So no. I'm really hungry. Should we have our lunch break? Let's do it. Okay. Okay. What do we bring today? Okay, hold on. I'm always worried about what you're going to pull from that bag. Because <laughs> last time it was seaweed and instant rice. Instant rice. Okay, are you ready? This is not really lunch. It's not real food. So I'm not suggesting that anyone replace their food with this. This oh, is boy. just a tool that I use. A tool? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> what is that? It's bigger than your face. It's like twice the size of my face. Oh, it's my a one hundred ounce water bottle. Holy moly! This has changed my life. For those of you that follow me on the gram, you know how much I talk about this guy. Oh. It's the best purchase I've ever made on Amazon. Again, not sponsored. <laughs> it's just something that I discovered that really changed my life, and it's pretty much. It water. is what it is. It's a hundred ounce of water it's bottle. It's a gigantic water bottle. It's really pretty. It's pink, like a pastel pale pink. Mm -hmm. It has these markers that are very interesting. What does that mean? 7 a.m. rise and shine. 9 a.m. Let's get started. 11 a.m. Hydrate oh. yourself. So not only does it hold water, it like motivates you. It motivates It's like me. a little happy peppy friend next to you. So the reason why I like this be is because... I'm the type of person that could go months without water. Like before this, I would not take a sip of water. I would go and get coffee, iced mm, coffee instead, mm. right? I was that girl. And, you know, not that I felt like sl sluggish or, you know, unhealthy, but I didn't realize how much water could change your life until I started drinking this. I have a very hard time drinking water, so I use this guy, which is... Like, it's like this little tablet that you put in. It's from eight grains. And oh, you dump it inside dump it in of the water it, it to dissolve? It flavors it. Oh, it flavors it. Flavors it flavors it, but mm -hmm. it also has supposedly 
like, like vitamins or something yeah vitamins spinach aloe vera wheatgrass kale blue green algae spirulina chlor- chlorella spirulina yeah Ooh, i draw the line at spirulina oh really Ooh. i mean but it doesn't taste bad it oh, tastes really? really good yeah oh, okay. so you just drop it in and i drink this whole thing and my That's skin impressive and, i mean yes you go pee a lot <laughs> like you go to the bathroom all day but you're detoxing and cleansing your body of course you should eat you know, while you're doing this, but that has been the biggest game changer for me. I love that it has these markers to encourage you. It, the 7 p.m. says, don't quit now. It's it's like inspirational. It's inspirational. Yeah. That's pretty cool. How do you find it? I just, I don't know. I'm on Amazon a lot. Yeah, I'm on Amazon all day too. Unfortunately. And I just like discovered it during quarantine and... Yeah, I. Oh, it's plastic. Yeah, I know it's plastic. No, it's fine. I just wasn't sure because it looks like glass too. Because it's a little bit the way I think. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's my do you actually go through that entire thing every day? Every day. I I was having what is that word when you like which oh withdrawals when I was in Paris because I didn't bring this with me and I did not drink any water when I was in Paris because again I don't naturally drink water I'm not like oh I'm thirsty let me drink water yeah right so I realized at the end of the week I haven't drank any water and I was like why do I feel so weird and I was going through these weird withdrawals and I realized it's because I didn't have this guy so that's my little lunch break item today do you have anything for lunch today I don't. I don't have anything for lunch today. Mm. Major mom fail. I just, I don't know, I forgot. It's all good. You can have some of my water. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever gone into someone's home and you're like, it smells so cozy in here and it smells like the holidays. It's the most inviting feeling ever. Have you ever wondered how do you achieve that cozy nostalgic scent within your own home in the most chic way possible? It's called Vitruvi. Vitruvi creates beautiful diffusers and non-toxic essential oils to naturally and safely scent your space. I believe that aroma allows you to take ownership of your home, whether you want to feel energized, relaxed, or something in between. Diffusing essential oils instantly transforms your space. Vitruvi is also the perfect gift to give your loved ones this holiday season. Their holiday collection is a curated offering, making holiday gifting that extra special. I'm definitely going to be gifting a lot of Vitruvies this season to my friends and family as well. From chic and festive cordless move diffuser colors to thoughtfully blended scents that scent the stage for a joyful holiday, there's something to surprise and delight everyone on your list. Vitruvi's first ever holiday collection is here and it's designed specifically for the winter season and available only for a limited time. There are three limited edition colors that are the perfect embodiment of the holiday, but also sophisticated enough to fit all year round in your home. The three colors include Willow, a light whimsical green, Chestnut, a sleek metallic brown with purple undertones, and Charm, a creamy metallic pearl inspired by twinkling lights, which is my personal favorite. Also, there are two exclusive holiday blends, Fireside, which is for slow days and cozy nights, and Afterglow. Also, there are two exclusive holiday blends, 
One is Fireside, which is for slow days and cozy nights. And two is Afterglow. It's perfect for coming in from the cold. It's spicy, sweet, and inviting. Visit vitruvi.com slash beingbumo and use code BUMO20 to get 20% off your next purchase. That is vitruvi.com slash beingbumo and use the code BUMO20 to get 20% off. But something that's been on my mind, everyone's talking about this. Mm-hmm. I have not seen it. But everybody has been talking about it. Even my sister-in-law who lives in New Haven, Connecticut, and is not really like into Korean stuff. Squid Games. Squid Games. I was going to say that. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone is talking about it. What is happening with this thing? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet either. I won't watch it. Why? I just, I don't like violence. I don't Mm. like watching. I don't, okay, I don't like violence. And like the little things I did see about Squid Games, it felt... It wasn't just like violence. It's like they're making violence fun and pleasurable to watch. And I just feel like that's a little like, Mm. you can't do that. Okay, well, I want to watch it. So I'll let you know. But my parents were talking about it. Mm. All the parents are watching it. But then my parents are super anti-violence too. And they watched it and they're Mm. like, it was really good. Okay. So maybe it's Mm. not as bad. Maybe the trailer seemed worse than it actually is. Maybe, that's true too. But I did hear that the first two episodes are very anxiety-driven, but after that, it's all good. So, yeah. I do love the actress in it. I, like, just watch her on socials. I don't watch the show. She is so beautiful. So, okay, fun fact before we move on from this is I've seen her so many times at all the fashion weeks walking down the runway. She's a model, a fashion model. Yeah, but the funny thing is, in the fashion industry... You know, there's obviously a slew of amazing, beautiful, regular models that are always walking down the runway, and she's one of them. But there's only, like, 1% of those models that actually make it huge onto, like, a billboard or a campaign, like, the global ambassador of something. It really happens, right? And I, I always saw her just hustling and working so hard on these runway shows, but nothing really monumental or big has happened until this until this and literally she went from i think it was like 150,000 followers on instagram which is still a lot but literally within one week has like i think close to like 18 million followers now in one week or maybe two weeks but it just shows you never give up because you just don't know what's around the corner yeah that's wow i didn't know that about her it's incredibly Mm -hmm. inspiring and she's deserving of it because Again, like the few things I've seen of her, of the of the, of of her performance, they're fantastic. She's yeah. obviously very talented. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay, I'm gonna watch it and I'll let you know. Okay, let me know. I'll get the cliff notes from you. Awesome. Are you guys ready for Halloween? What are you guys doing for Halloween? So supposedly the street that I live on, which is a newer street because we just moved there, is all about Halloween. It's mm. like the street for Halloween. You know, they have those like streets for Christmas where they go all out and people go visit just to see the house is decked out. Supposedly my street is the Halloween street in LA and I had no idea moving into this place. <laughs> and just to be completely honest, I hate that because I am not into Halloween at all. The same. Uh-huh. And so, literally, right now, if you if you drive down the street, everyone is decked out Mm -hmm. except for us. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the new kid. I should try to put in a little bit more effort. And so, I did order some questionable (laughs) Halloween decor on Amazon last night. 
And I'll probably like put a pumpkin up or something. Okay, I'm really proud of you Thank for you. just partaking in this tradition. It's funny you say that because I feel the same way. I grew up in Guatemala in a Christian family. Not that Christians can't celebrate Halloween, but traditionally you don't celebrate it. It's like the, the party of the devil. devil. It's like really bad. <laughs> no, I think this is, this is what our <laughs> Korean Christian parents have brainwashed us with. Absolutely. Because we seem similar. We never celebrate Halloween. Not only we do we not celebrate. Yeah, not only do you not celebrate it, you do everything you can to stop it. So I grew up with that. Then I came to America and Halloween <laughs> is like this whole thing. And, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like this version of Halloween we can do. But then I was like, that looks like a lot of work. So I'm just going to skip it. So I'm not like a really big Halloween mama either. I shine during Christmas, Thanksgiving, Lunar New Year. Those are my holidays that mm -hmm. I really like pour it all in. Halloween is like... But how about your down. kids? The kids. Mm-hmm. I get kids, it. You're not into I'm it. I'm not into it. But you can't take it away from the kids. I don't take it away. I'm like, just order whatever costume you want from Amazon and we well, call it a day. Okay. So That's like it. the bare minimum. Do you I, pass out candy? Oh, hmm. I don't know if I should share this story. <laughs> oh, please okay, share. You're going to have to share, share. now. Well, I... I care about your children, so I don't like to give them too much sugar because I love your children. So maybe for a few years, I was the mom that gave them pencils, <laughs> but it's only because I care deeply. Yeah. You were you were the one mom. You're like the Grinch who stole Halloween. No, well, I don't know about the Grinch, but toothbrushes, the light up toothbrushes. I mean, those are fun. No. When kids are three, they like the light up toothbrushes. Yo, no one wants a toothbrush <laughs> on Halloween, okay? They no, but they were Frozen themed that year when Frozen was really big. They light up Chriselle. You're they literally have the light taking up. away the fantasy of Halloween. I I disagree because the toothbrush lasts months. I mean, I'm sure parents loved you for that. But. They didn't. They were like, Sarah, stop. I was like, really? Do they need more Kit Kat? That was me. I, I did do the erasers. I did try to make fun erasers. Okay. okay. But like there's still smelly, erasers. Smelly at erasers. Those, those are fun. Those aren't, they cannot turn into candy. They don't turn into candy. Yeah. I stopped that after a few years. My daughter asked me to stop. So um, I did that. That's when you know that you just got to draw the line. Draw the line. I went to Costco, bought the gigantic thing with like the assorted, you know, candy with the Tootsie Rolls and all that. So you <gasps> see, you, you change and evolve as a mom. You go Who into thinking. I? That you're going to be this mom that hands out erasers and toothbrushes. And now she's the one handing out Costco-sized like <laughs> candy boxes or whatever. Truly. I mean, that's a lot of candy. That's a lot of candy. What, what do you do with the candy? I don't even know what to do with the candy. Mm -hmm. I let them... And this, just, this is not just I do that. In my community, this is what we do. They, we let them pick five or ten pieces... And then the rest they donated to a shelter or a homeless mm. shelter or something like that. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think if, if you can get your kids to do that, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I hide some for myself and then we kind of just give it away. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's challenging because <laughs> the kids, as they get older, they're going to be like, I know that I had more candy than this. <laughs> Where is so the rest? Well, I've been hearing about this thing called Switch Witch. Have you oh, heard about that? Oh, yeah. I have heard of that. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I guess it's kind of like Buddy the Elf, but it's like you trade in like the Switch Witch shows up to your house. Mm -hmm. It's like a doll, supposedly. Oh, I, I, no, I've not oh, heard of this. Know. And then 
you put your candy away. So the kids are intentionally giving their candy away to switch it with something. Oh, like they get a toy or a pass or something. I, oh, I might be saying this wrong. Mm-hmm. So if anyone does this and I'm saying this wrong, I'm so sorry. But this is what I took it as. It's like you, yeah, you could trade it for oh, something that you actually want. Okay, so, that's not sugar. Yeah, that's oh, okay. not sugar. Oh, I get that. I yeah. like that. So I'm thinking about that this year. I think so. I mean, because you're not going to actually let them eat like a hundred pieces no, of candy. No. I mean, like I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't care. And you know, I used to because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> but no, <gasps> we went through a whole year of lots of cavities and drama at the dentist. I'm oh, like, no, we're not yeah. doing that this year. No, I yeah, no, that it's too much. And plus, a lot of that candy is is for grownups. It doesn't even have like even like the yeah. nice sugar that's a little bit more mild. Yeah, yeah. So. Basically, yeah, we're we're gonna do it. But oh, are they dressing up this year? Yes. What are they dressing up as? My son has dressed up as an astronaut. Oh, every year, pretty much. A couple years ago, he wanted to be a, ra- a race car driver. Oh, you know what? Just you know, pat in the back for me. I did make that costume for him. I bought the patches and bought like an H and M jacket, and then like. Oh, cool! Like ironed it on him, so that was that was fun. like a little DIY moment. Yeah, and I made mm-hmm. one for myself, so we were matching. Oh, cute! Yeah, that was cute. cute. Sure. No, he, he always wants to be an astronaut, which is so interesting because he doesn't want to grow up and be an astronaut. He just thinks it's cool to wear like the helmet piece uh-huh. and like walk around all day at school. <laughs> so he's doing that again. Uh-huh. And then Sophia is always some version of a princess, oh, some of version of a queen, or some version of something like that. So Chloe this year, it, she wants to be what's that show where it's the villains kids yes yeah descendants oh yeah yes yeah, yeah. yes popular i i don't know how i feel about it to be honest i watched one episode with her because i was like i need to understand what this is yeah and i was like this might be a little mature for you i think so yeah i would turn it off yeah <laughs> But she's obsessed. But, but I would also turn off all TV in general. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we have our our moments, um, which deserves a whole another episode in yeah. itself. Yeah, like what's uh, out there for screen them. time and what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. I, we should do that actually. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do like a list of shows that we feel we like is recommend. appropriate. We can yeah. recommend and mine are that- zero. There's nothing on my list. <laughs> <laughs> she does not let her wa- her kids watch screens. Nope. <laughs> She's actually really good about it, and she stuck to it, which I'm quite impressed. No, but I you mean, guys do not have to feel guilty because I'm, I'm I'm quite the opposite. Of, of her. course, it's just it's it. I think every mom has to pick certain things mm-hmm. and like that, like screen time was something with us. But but also because like I said earlier, my husband, he's so involved with that part that it's helpful. Yeah. Um, Actually, we recently, this is kind of going off tangent and we'll close it after this. But I recently told Chloe that because she was watching YouTube Kids quite a bit and I saw some things that were a little questionable on there. And so one day I just told her, oh, YouTube kids went out of business. And it just never showed up back on her iPad. Mm -hmm. And she never questioned it after that. But because of my situation right now, she still sees it with her her dad. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, it didn't go out of business, mom. (laughs) And I was like... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Maybe for some reason my iPad it, it just like stopped working. It's broken. Yeah, yeah. But we could go down like a whole nother episode about how we you yeah, know navigate that. yeah and manage that. And I'm yeah. kidding. There are shows my kids do watch TV, but I I have been a stickler about it. Okay, what about your kids? What are they dressing up as? Well, Chloe's gonna be 
descendants. Descendants, or, okay. one of them. And I told her that I would be the other descendants with her. Because okay. as we talked about earlier, meet your kids where they're where at. They are. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be a descendant with her. And Colette wants to be a Paw Patrol, which is so random. <gasps> I love that. I feel like Colette got hijacked to liking princesses and unicorns and things that are pink because of her sister's really into that. Uh-huh. But she actually doesn't really like it. I think she really likes cars and dogs and bikes and motorcycles because mm-hmm. she gets really excited about those things mm-hmm. so yeah they're different yeah, yeah they're different. so you have to do so then are you doing like a matching thing with her too or not no Just i'm making my cool. mom be a paw patrol <laughs> i'll be posting up photos on my instagram you guys will see <laughs> you will see me wearing normal clothes <laughs> <laughs> something else we wanted to mention october is adhd month and we just wanted to just raise a little awareness because I know that for myself, I was not really aware of kids that have ADHD. And you might be surprised that there's kids like probably in your school, in your neighborhood, at your church that have it, have mm-hmm. been diagnosed or are walking around without being diagnosed. But some of the behavioral things that we that you might notice are just impulsivity. And most kids are, you know, are impulsive, but, you know, a little bit like extra what other things um just outbursts they're more defiant than most kids they don't like to have repetition so Mm -hmm. they get bored so these are some of the things that you might notice in a kid and you might say oh that kid is like so he's like misbehaved but really i think it's important to raise awareness especially to parents so we're not judgmental around these things and especially to the parents who are raising these children because they're having a really hard time dealing with kids who are diagnosed with adhd the day-to-day is really hard it's like i mean it just like already parenting is difficult getting kids to do simple things like putting on their shoes or brushing their teeth but that plus like a hundred more of that yeah so just to raise awareness to be you know mindful when we're at school or the playground or whatever that there are kids that are dealing with this on the day-to-day and october is really the month to raise awareness so i, I love just that. want to touch on that yeah. well thank you for bringing that up and thank you all of you for tuning in today it was so much fun just chatting about things that we feel very strongly about we hope that you have an amazing halloween <laughs> and we will hear and we will see you guys next week. And per usual, if you guys have any requests on topics or things that you want Sarah and I to discuss, you guys can always DM us at Chris Ellen or at Mama Son. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumo Brain on Instagram. 